Uh, two things. Um, your beard is fucking on point, man. everybody and welcome to the invincible podcast probably the best superhero podcast in the universe this is a show where friends get to sit around and talk all things invincible a comic book by robert kirkman Corey walker and ryan otley and soon to be animated series uh over on amazon prime i'm one of your hosts ryan and joining me is tj hey it's me and bill hi i knew you were gonna flip it around this time i well, knew well, it I uh, well on the screen here tj's on top and so i just kind of it's just how that's how it landed man that's how it landed i'm always on top always oh, on top i knew i knew you were gonna take it there no I knew it. no yeah how are you guys doing doing great oh, doing good did, yeah we, did good we just had we just a, did a uh a, a very good interview with uh with mm-hmm. sean kirkham mm-hmm. aka aka big, big clutch Wow! Where Big Clutch came from? Yeah, Shit. I wanted to ask him. Oh. Didn't flow oh, that direction. Fuck! That was even on our keynotes and everything. <laughs> yeah. But it was uh, it was great. We're actually going to start off the episode with that uh, this week, and we've got a ton of uh, Invincible related news. There was a, 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 a can't call it a panel. There was a video. <laughs> I couldn't think of the word. I was like, what? Did, what was it? A live stream. There we go. Uh, they did a. Uh, I've eaten a lot of gummy bears in. It was a hashtag Invincible Friday. That's right. So they released a clip, a release date. Um, we've got more information, uh, and it's. I'm excited to talk to you guys about it because I haven't really talked to you too much about it. I haven't talked to uh, Bill especially. Uh, talked right. to TJ a little bit, but we've, sh- we've shared some calls. Some calls. So, uh, but before we get into all of that. We are the Invincible Podcast. You can email us if you'd like to be a part of the show, like a lot of you did for this episode. You can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com or find us over on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify. Uh, we are also on theinvinciblepodcast.com where you can find all this information in our videos and stuff like that uh, all in one place. We uh, we even got a new podcast uh, review over on Apple, uh, which is the first one in like a year. Um, People like us still, right? Another five stars from Hemi Man saying "Great Invincible Pod," which was cool. Uh, we've also got a lot of really great comments over on YouTube, especially since we did that uh, reacts video to the clip. Uh, a lot of great comments over there. So thanks to everybody out there. Uh, we are also got to give a shout out to the Oblivion Song Podcast. We are in a little a bit of a to ourselves. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Sounded a little pretentious to me too. <laughs> I, I guess I didn't mean it like that, but you know, it happened. Uh, but that that shows a, a little bit of a pause right now while we wait for new episodes to come out or new issues to come out. End of February. That's right. Mm-hmm. End of this month. Can you hear Walter chewing on his bone? No. No. It's it's every now and then. And I wasn't sure if it was picking it up, but let's oh, see. Oh, I hear it. Yeah, like yeah that. I, heard it. I heard it. <laughs> so for the first time, I'm letting Walter in the room with me while we record. So uh, if it's if he, if he gets a little too much, I'll I'll ask him to leave politely. Um, I, me, Walter, I, can you please gather your bone? When we uh, <laughs> please <laughs> see yourself out. Uh, I do. I do want to put a note here for anyone tuning in, especially for the first time. We uh, we spoil things. Uh, we assume that you've read the comic, uh, especially in the Sean Kirkham interview here. We do mention the end of the comic a little bit and some things that happen. 
uh, favorite characters and so on. So if uh, if you're listening to this, if you found this podcast and, and you're excited about the show coming up and you want to learn more, we uh, encourage you to definitely go check out uh, the, the comic. Go read that, especially the first, uh, you know, 25 to 50 issues or so before the uh, animated series comes out where, you know, so you we can listen to us. New reader. We also have a new reader series that you could follow along to mm-hmm. while you're while you're reading. That's right. Uh, so without further ado, I want to get into the Sean Kirkham episode because it was a ton of fun and uh, I want to kick it over to that. And then we'll come back right afterwards to talk about all the latest Invincible news. All right. So here we are with uh, Big Clutch himself, Mr. Sean Kirkham. Welcome to the Invincible hey. Podcast. Hey. hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Doing, doing good, doing good. good. Thank you so much for uh, joining us here. I'm, gl- I'm very glad to be here. It, it's definitely like, I think it's been it's been a couple years in the waiting. We were, mm-hmm. we, we were going to have something at San Diego Comic-Con this past year, but that didn't happen. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's how it is. Got canceled. Yeah. Which I want to get to. I want to talk a little bit about uh, what happened and how you guys adjusted it this year. But I want to back it up a little bit. And for anyone that doesn't know, what do you do at Skybound? What is, I mean, your, your VP, right? That's a, that's a, big that's a question. fantastic question. I still, I think Robert asked me, what do you do here all the time? So <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of the normal, the normal uh, uh, thing around the office. But uh, yeah, as uh, senior vice president, it had been uh, a business development. Uh, the roles kind of shifted a little bit uh, during this past year. Um, I'm kind of now more of a, kind of front-facing person uh we i host a, a show called comics vault live where we sell uh rare rare comic books cgc graded comic books and we do that once a month uh i'll be doing some new i've got a couple new shows coming out uh later this year we have purchased many uh, items from the vault sales Oh, oh, that's awesome. I appreciate that. I'll make sure that uh, I don't leave a candy wrapper in your box next time I ship them out. <laughs> so how it's does happened. one how does one become VP of of a major comic book uh, entertainment industry? How, how did you uh, how did you get into the comic book industry? Uh, I actually got really lucky. Uh, I think I, you know, I've been a fan of comics and music since, you know, I was, I was in elementary school, high school and, uh, you know, come, I moved down to LA 20 years ago. I worked in music for most of that time. And then 10 years ago, uh, I became, I, one of my closest friends, Cena Grace became Robert's editor, uh, when they formed Skybound. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in that first year of Skybound being Skybound, they did San Diego Comic-Con, which in 2010 the year that the walking dead kind of got announced as a show and so he asked me and uh, my buddy uh dave andry to kind of come down and volunteer with skybound uh to to work the stadium comic-con and we were like cool free hotel free food free booze like <laughs> yeah we can we can do it didn't realize it was going to be such a um can i swear on this one can i say can yep. i say bad words yeah oh yeah okay. it was a fucking shit show <laughs> um just in, in the fact that like people the walking dead just it it went nuts people were just like what is this and so we we spent every day just now how long after selling how long after walking dead came out was that was that the summer of after season one no that was that was the summer before so they oh my god announced that so that was when they announced that they showed the trailer for the first time at uh, comic-con and it was such an early thing that you know no one knew what was really going on 
and we were able to, I mean, we had the cast do a full cast signing at our booth at San Diego Comic Con. Like we couldn't do that now. It's, yeah. it's too much. It would be too much of a, uh, a, a you know, <laughs> an absolute <laughs> chaos. Yeah. Um, but we had, we did it then and went in, and it was crazy. And so then we did another New York Comic Con, did Long Beach Comic Con. And then the following, we did WonderCon in that same, that same year. And then shortly after that, they uh, Robert and, and his partner, uh, David Alpert, D.A., asked, like, they were like, hey, do you want to come work for us? And so I became the second employee of Skybound at the time. And <laughs> wow. that was in early 2011. Yeah. And then from there, just, you know, as the company grew, you know, five people, 10 people. Now we're closer to 80 people now at the company. And so through that, uh, just doing all my stuff just kept growing and, and, and growing with the company as we grew. And then now we're at a point where we've got, you know, we've got a ton of people who now handle biz dev and they handle marketing and handle, you know, production and manufacturing and all that yeah. stuff. And so I've been able to kind of shift my role into more of a, um, you know, on camera front, you know, public facing entity for the company. But then also I do, I do background biz dev and A&R and try to find artists and people to work with. And, you know, as we build out the Comics Vault Live brand and other, other, you know, shows that we've got in the works here too. So uh, it, the role is shifted multiple times and it'll continue to shift i assume no so no go ahead bill i was just gonna say so in like a business development like because we know nothing about like how a company works like <laughs> and what those rules are but so does that mean like um past comics like because we know skybound is multimedia obviously so do you are you like continuously finding ways to like you know branch out the brand and like you know, do, do multiple different things. Like, is that kind of what that is? Yeah. I mean, at, at the start, you know, uh, it was, how do we make lunch boxes and, mm -hmm. you know, enamel pins and t-shirts and that yeah. stuff. And then of course it grew as, you know, with the walking dead, of course, exploding to, to all sorts of pop culture. Like we were able to, you know, partner with Hyundai to do, to sponsor these big, you know, parties at San Diego comic-con. And then we did a concert with Weezer and, we, you know, how do we, we did a license deal where we made a Walking Dead branded Hyundai car mm -hmm. and we did the Walking Dead escape. And so those are all opportunities that I found and I fostered and I kind of built in and brought in. So nice. and then also smaller scale too, of like making action figures and all that stuff and finding those opportunities. Will that's there cool. be, will there be a Hyundai invincible car? In the future? <laughs> I mean, that's a good, it's a very good question. Let's, let's see how the, I mean, that took a couple of years of, oh. of the walking dead being on TV before we got to that. So we'll see if I'll we can it, get to that, uh, but we can I mean, I would love it. I'd love to have a, I mean, I could definitely use a car. I'll I, take the, I, I'll I have take my Hyundai's in the driveway and it's, uh, it's been sitting there since 2013. So, <laughs> uh, um, I, I, Bill kind of, you know, broached on it a little bit. We we started this about five years ago or so, and we we've learned a lot about complicated Holy history shit. and everything. Seriously? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Next month is wow. our five year anniversary. Yes, you, you guys need one of these. What's that? Did it come across? Oh, hold on. Oh my god! Hey. <laughs> I do that though. I, we don't need literally during the podcast. I just go. Fifth anniversary. That's awesome. I love it. So yeah, uh, oh, thank you. We've we'll we've take it. definitely learned a lot. We were pretty pretty ignorant early on about a lot of things. I mean, I, did, I ask me what an editor did or even an inker. I mean, we really didn't know much. We were just fans of Invincible and fans of a few other Image comics. I and... still don't know what an editor does, by the way. <laughs> I, I sit next to them in the office all the time. So, 
what I mean, you you said something like you were the second employee of Skybound after almost a year of Skybound being a thing. Like what what was what was Skybound early on? What was the goal? Like what was the point of Skybound? And again, we don't know that well, much I, about like I mean, it was an imprint, right? Yeah. So I mean, so Skybound was so Robert, you know, at the time had you know became a partner of Image and had been working at Image for years, also Marvel. And then when he like decided to like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the Marvel stuff full time. I'm gonna do my own stuff. It all kind of happened to be just a, an amazing con, confluence of, of timelines. And, you know, the with The Walking Dead being a show at the time, the rights that they were able to retain from the show. Normally when you sign off a show, you give, you know, like if it's NBC or HBO, they get all the rights to do merchandising based off the entire property. But because Robert had and DA had kind of set a precedent that – you know, they had been doing merchandise in the walking dead comic space for a while before that they got to retain those rights, which allowed us to, you know, make action figures, make video games and, and build out our own world while the show was able to do their own too. And so we've kind of been able to carry that across and we're doing that with invincible and mm -hmm. our other, other stuff. So at the time, what, what did you even ask? I even forgot. So is it basically, <laughs> I mean, the point of Skybound as, as opposed to just doing everything through image was to what basically maintain all the rights and have it all under yeah. one roof. And be able to kind of build out a, a support staff to be able to, to exploit that stuff and really like how, you know, making image image is, is the greatest thing going in comics, mm -hmm. but they're not able to do all the, the ancillary stuff that you want to do. Like they're a comics publisher they are built to handle and publish comic books and that, and they mm -hmm. do that fantastically. But like Image isn't built to make to to do a deal to make action figures. You know, McFarland Toys is and they handle that stuff and they do that. And so you you kind of work through that stuff. They're not able to go out and and Image doesn't handle rights for film and TV of your stuff mm -hmm. or um, you know, to to license for video games. That's all on each creator. And so Skybound was basically built as a way to to handle the backbone of that for our creators and the, and the people that we partner with and even do it for people on the outside too. Like we've done some action figures for other brands and stuff. So that was really the impetus is how do we build out our own company that can handle all the influx of these different uh, the opportunities that come our way. Yeah. That's really fucking smart in terms of like business management and like building a brand. Like you hear so many horror stories about, you know, things being taken from the creators, you know what I mean? Like, um, Kirkman, if HBO got, or if, um, you know, AMC got all the rights to walking dead, yeah. you wouldn't see any of that merchandising stuff and they'd be exploiting that. So that's super smart. Like to, it's to cool be able to, I, I've, I've always enjoyed the fact that we get to, we get to have the best of both worlds. Right. It's so like a lot of the stuff that, that AMC does for the, the show action figure, action figures or statues or any of that, the shirts and backpacks of it is all awesome but then also we get to do stuff that's a little more tailored to the the comic fan not not as as the the mass market type stuff and yeah, so mm -hmm. we find stuff that's a little quirky a little stuff that's different that we know our fans are going to like and also the fun thing was always to be able to play ahead of the 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 we're a season you know the comics are seasons ahead of where the tv show is so we get to um you know, I got to introduce Negan as an action figure before he came out on the TV show. We got to introduce Princess. We got to introduce, you know, the Whispers and do fun stuff with that and introduce the factions. And we got to play in that sandbox before the show got to it. And so we were already kind of priming the audiences like this is the cool stuff you're going to see in two or three years. Yeah. And it really kind of helped out when you're, you know, when you're at a convention and you're talking to a fan who's only seen the TV show. You can say, look, this is the cool stuff you're going to get to. If you get this now, you're going to know more than your friends 
things are and so you're going to be more informed and that was always nice. a kind of a cool way to, a cool <laughs> angle to, to introduce fans uh, to the comic series mm-hmm. so 10 years ago i mean uh that was around issue 75 of invincible were you were you reading invincible then were you reading it way before that yeah yeah i was a fan of of, of i was fan of robert for a long time uh you know battle pope stuff the the <laughs> the uh, <laughs> tales from the realm space ace brit you know all the all the weird stuff that he was like all involved in in yeah. the master of the universe stuff that he had done like i just i've always been a fan of like of indie comics uh you know growing up in kind of northern california close to the bay area so you always saw it with WonderCon and had a lot of really cool um introductions to people that way and then just followed his stuff. And so when, uh, when Invincible came out, when Walking Dead came out, you know, I was definitely on both of those series from the beginning. And I think of course, as, as a lot of comic fans do, you come in, you come out and you find your, you know, what you like. So mm-hmm. I remember selling, uh, in my copy of Invincible, you know, I was hard up for rent at some point in the past 20 years. And I think I was like, oh, I got to sell this book. Oh, it's a hundred dollars. Amazing. Yeah. I'll sell for a hundred bucks. <laughs> and I, I felt like I won the lotto at that point. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Hey, it could be worse. I think I got mine for sixty bucks during the end of all things. Yeah. That's a great. That's a great. Yeah. Score. Someone locally. Someone locally want... didn't know it was ending. It might have been right before. It might have been during Cory Walker's run, towards the end there, and the the end wasn't announced yet. And someone was just like, "Yeah, you know, sixty bucks." And it was like, "All right, yeah, easy." I found so, mine. <laughs> I found mine at a, uh, a Buffalo Comic Con like garage sale outside. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. That's crazy. So I bought. Um, for, I think I was 23 years old. So 10 years ago, I bought issue 1 through 15 of The Walking Dead for $115 <laughs> on eBay. And I got them all graded. When when we came and saw you guys, that's when I, I got 1, 2, and 3 graded. And they're like 9.4, 9.5, yeah. For one hundred and fifteen bucks That's... for one through fifteen. Yeah. You you yeah. you never forget those like amazing deals that you come across. You're like, I got the come up. This yep. is what I yep. did. Yep. Yep. Crazy. I feel like this would have so, been a question for later, but it, I mean, do you have any cool like uh, invincible merch? Uh, you know, original art and like that kind of stuff. Just because we're talking about it now. Yeah, I, I've got you know I I see you you've got the Mark statue the original oh, yeah. uh, and I got mine up here too on it's the so shelf. Uh, it's right there. Um, God, Just, there was a couple of years ago. It was it was probably five or six years ago at, at New York Comic Con. I uh, my buddy JJ, who's a who's really big in in the comics world, he reps Doug Mankey and Pat Gleason and whatnot, and he would work at our booth, and he knew a guy who was based out of New York, who was coming to the show, who had a couple invincible covers that he was looking to sell. And so mm-hmm. I think it was a cover for 51. I think it was the, that's the, the that's recreation the of, of the first issue cover that uh, Ryan had done. It, maybe it was a 50 reprint or the second printing, but Where, it's, a, you know, it's marking the, it's yeah, yeah. On the pose. It's, it's a, yeah. Um, and they reuse it for the black. They reuse it for another print for as the well. Black. Yeah. Um, because yeah, so it was that cover another some other cover in the 60s and then also which is one that i i am super stoked i got it and i think robert will it'll be part of my exit interview that he'll have to take it off my hands when i leave the company <laughs> but it was um it was a uh, dale kilwin's cover for astounding wolfman oh, oh there's fucking awesome there's yeah, a crazy so he wolfman had all three of those covers and i i was like i'll buy them all right now and i think it at the time i don't remember what i paid but it was a i think a pretty pretty sweet deal at the time so uh-huh. yeah some of those awesome. wolfman variants are incredibly rare and really really awesome looking yeah they're they're, they're i have s- the uh 
I have the three that are I framed them all in one frame, so it's all one picture. The, the Invincible, the Brit, and yeah. the uh, yeah. Oh, that's so awesome! It, a, it, it, it's one of those things too. Like that series was like so ahead of its time for this. Oh, like yeah, I feel I like if, if it came out now, it would be such a. It would be you know it would be one of the top you know top indie books out there. But yeah, so weird. Yeah, it was perfect the way it was. Like that's yeah. I mean as far as I'm concerned, it's my favorite. You know, other than Invincible, Invincible Universe, that's, that's my number two. It's so. But uh, one question I always have to ask Invincible fans when they come on the show is, favorite character, definitively. Man, that's a tough one. I'll tell you, I it on, probably it's, Re- it's Rexplode. It's Rexplode. It's fucking Dinosaurus. We all Absolutely. know. Absolutely. No, I I, I think and, and Ryan could probably tell you because I've asked him to draw it a, bit, a million times with Battle Beast. You know, yeah. I think is just one of the. I mean, it's Mark, of course. Mark's on top. Yeah. And then yeah. Battle Beast is that hot number two. I think yeah. for me, like cool looking character just you just love it and, and you know ryan has always been able to make it just make battle beast look so vicious and and cool so yeah yep i can't believe we're gonna see him in, in in season one and michael dorn is just that's just it's too perfect it's too perfect yeah oh. yeah robert's got some pretty amazing stories from the uh the the, the recording sessions with oh, uh, michael God. dorn and i'm like i just nerd out you know oh um hmm. i i i how much now nah, you're not going to be able to answer that probably, but like, I'm just going to, so how much battle beast are we going to, are we going to get the, the amount that we saw like within that first little bit or are we, we going to see a little bit more or are you, you know, it's a trick say? question. Like the answer is not enough. Like whatever it is, there's not, right, there's right, never right. going to be enough battle beast. Like until we have the battle, battle beast standalone animated series, there battle go. beast standalone pulling feature <laughs> film. Like it, that's the only time we're going to get, we're going to get enough. That was a uh, brilliant way to deflect that question. It is because, awesome. because even if he was in <laughs> way more than we expect saying not enough is still so accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I, you guys can't see, but off off screen, I've got I've got a direct line with our publicist Shauna, and she's just looking at me, shaking her head. Don't say, a word. Don't say a word. I wonder how many times we can get Sean to look off to the left and like, yeah, no, yeah, no, like, okay. can I get I a little thumbs up? Yeah, seriously, I also I also tend to most of my answers do come from the fact I think like, what would Robert yell at me about the least? Okay, don't say this. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Obviously, we, we've been waiting for this show for so long. We've always wanted something like this to come out to happen. Um, but, you know, it, you know, everything with last year, obviously, with COVID has been insane. And, uh, you know, we finally got the trailer. We finally got everything else. Just Skybound as a company, not just exclusively Invincible. But can you talk about, like, how you guys had to change and adapt to, you know, this freaking apocalypse that is happening in, <laughs> in the world? Yeah, it, it it man, it it has been a fucking weird year. And I mean, the fact that we're coming up on a year here is crazy. Um, we were actually really lucky at the beginning of uh, last year to go with Robert uh, to Angoulême, which is a which is the gigantic uh, comics and art festival off in in Angoulême, France. And then uh, my girlfriend and I went to we were in Rome following that too. And so we we're, we're hanging out with our publishers in uh, in our Italian publishers that sold the press. Oh yeah, and. Uh, you know, having this amazing comic time in there and then was able to go to, you came back 
in late February and did, you know, um, I think New York Toy Fair and then C2E2 and then to come back and then go, holy smokes, I'm, I have to stay at home for the next nine yeah. months, like a year now. It's, it's still weird to me to think that, like, I did all this really cool stuff at the beginning of last year. And then at the end of the year, like shortly after, it's like, oh, cool, you're going to go sit at home and, and do stuff. And uh, and the whole company being that way, too, you know, because I, you know, me and my team were always involved in conventions and not going to cons has been a hard thing. Um, but the company really did a great job of figuring out how to switch to working remotely, focusing on digital and, and doing stuff in live. And I think we were able to find a way to kind of work that out by throwing the, the Skybound Expo, which was a way to celebrate our 10th anniversary. And then also kind of as a substitute for San Diego Comic-Con. And so we did, you know, a couple of days of, of, you know, basically our Comic-Con programming crammed into a live stream for two days. And we did, uh, you know, the Comics Fall Live, mm -hmm. uh, you know, every month in 2020. And we're continuing that on. And so these are things that I think we will keep as, you know, full-on initiatives that will kind of be going on, you know, permanently with Skybound. You know, looking at how do we access more fans digitally. And I think that we saw a massive turnout during the expo that we did in the summer. And it's interesting to see that people who, you know, you're not going to a convention, you're not traveling for a convention, you're not paying for hotels and mm -hmm. food and all that stuff. And we saw that like, people were like, cool, like we'll buy the stuff from you guys directly. And so like, that was a really nice, nice way to, to reach more people, um, you know, across the board. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I thought the, the, the switch to the expos was really cool. You guys have done a really great job with those, with all the different panels that you have, just the, you know, Everything from the graphic design, everything, the music, it's just they're, they're really fun shows. And it's cool seeing that you guys are sticking with it. It seems as though as soon as one ends, you kind of have the next one ready to go. It's oh. announced. Like, here it is. Like, next one's going to be in two yeah, months or yeah. one month. Now we're doing this one. And um, Yeah, the team the team who puts it on, like Brian and Grima and Doe and, and all those guys are, are, are pretty amazing about being able to set that up and, and getting the graphics ready and, and all that stuff. And Brian Huntington goes all out on setting these things up, and he does a lot of the the, the graphical packages that get put up. And, and uh, yeah, it's really cool that we're able to do it. So our next one is, is coming up on, look at the calendar here, February 19th. We've got another expo. Um, so it's in two weeks, which is going to be pretty cool. We'll have a comic spot live and yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting to have this stuff. And then, you know, it, for me, it's all, it's all getting ready for the, the, the show. I, I just want to get, <laughs> let's fast forward to March and we'll get, we'll get, we'll get are you saying, are you saying on. it's too much, like just this build up, and you just want to be there? Or do you want it to be done? Like, is this, is, no, is... I want to get, I want, I want to see the episodes. Like, they're <laughs> so tight. Like they keep it under lock and key. And yeah. I've only been able to see like little bits and pieces here. And we saw a couple of the first episodes uh, in the office uh, before. Uh, I mean, that was early previous stuff uh, last year. And, you know, I've seen a couple other, bits and pieces that Robert has kind of been able to, you know, nicely show me yeah. uh, from time to time. But like, I haven't seen the episodes. Like I That's only know crazy, but you're the VP and... of skybound. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I could probably the, the flex just... and, and get it done, but I also kind of like, I don't know. Like I, having been a fan all my life, I kind of like the suspense. I'll be, and... I'll, uh, yeah. I'll be honest with you. You guys saying that there's going to be a full length trailer coming in, in the coming weeks is a little there's a part of me that's a little nervous and doesn't want yeah. to see it i know that seems like blasphemy for people out there but like man oh, i just I, I don't i don't know if i want to know i like i like knowing just a little bit and i feel like that's what we got 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think what the, I mean, the footage that's already out there, it's already enough. Everyone's like, yeah. oh, I saw the trailer. It's great. I'm like, you didn't see the trailer. Oh. You saw a clip. And the clip <laughs> yeah. is great. And the trailer's going to trailer's gonna be pretty cool. I saw I was able to see the trailer. That was the one I was like, can I get this? And yeah, it, it's when it comes out, I'm not sure when it's going to get released, but yeah. it's going to be pretty sweet. Yeah. So what we what we saw, the trailer that was released, um, the were, teaser, the, the teaser that was yeah. released, that also was. Um, my release date that I gave the company um, that they no, they went with that was that was the clip um, the clip oh yeah. the clip yeah the, yeah the clip sorry the, the clip. clip so how so we got how long was the teaser trailer was it like forty five seconds it was something less like that. than a minute yeah can yeah, you tell us how yeah. long the trailer is I can't say damn it's okay. it's it's, I mean... it's more than ten seconds and less than an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, somewhere, somewhere that. on that spectrum. I mean, Robert did say when he announced it that like it it, it feels like it shows a lot, but it's still not showing everything. So we're gonna, we're, I think we're gonna be okay. It's it's gonna feel like it's too much, but maybe by the end uh, of the show we'll be like, you know, that didn't show this, 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 and this. So, I mean, you could you could show a shit ton in thirty seconds of just like. True bam wow you know what i mean like you uh -huh. don't need two minutes yeah so I, th I think you could show a shit ton like you know what's interesting is um do you think that the trailer um <laughs> is going to i'm not i'm not asking one of those okay. questions he doesn't have to look to the left or wow. the right do you think that the trailer is going to be more like um <laughs> aimed at people who don't know what invincible is to like show them what makes it different from the rest you know what i mean I think it'll do a good job of of being there for people who are unfamiliar with the 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 comic itself, but then also people who are like you know you guys like mega fans who know everything about this are going to see stuff. They're going to be like, oh my god, that's awesome! And like, it's it's it is designed to get you excited about what's coming yeah, up. Yeah, I think that that's exactly what the the clip did, where you know it 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 seems very like oh father and son talking, but fans of the comic book know that all the undertones of what he's saying to Mark, like you're going to have to do things that you don't want to do. Like, you know that that's like kind of foreshadowing of what's coming. And that was a perfect clip to show to get people excited. Mm -hmm. I think it's also, there, there is a piece about that, about that clip that I've always enjoyed. It's, it's such a, like, this is, it establishes, this is, these guys are fucking powerful. Mm -hmm. Like I'm throwing a baseball around the earth. Yeah. And you're going to yeah. catch it like in five seconds. Like, Mm -hmm. okay like you're pretty fucking strong at that point right like that's that's you know it it those little these there's a lot of little nuanced things that are put in there and i think it's it's amazingly one of the things that robert has always been able to do is really kind of you know without being overt like you pick up these things you're like oh cool like i i get how this all takes place and how it shapes the world itself yeah mm -hmm. one thing i wanted to ask you about was <clears throat> so and you you talked a little bit about you know action figures and, and and different collaborations and everything. Now, Walking Dead uh, ended up in Magic the Gathering and Fortnite and everything this year. Are there are there any dream collaborations that you have, or or maybe talk a little bit about doing cat collaborations like that? I mean, I think that yeah, there's so much. I mean, it's and having been on the the Walking Dead side and having kind of already lived through this full life cycle, you know, a, a, you know, roughly ten years of of seeing a show become this big and what you can do, uh, and and still be respectful to the brand. I think that there's like you know, I, I we've got an amazing you know set of action figures coming out from Diamond Select Toys, which I think look fantastic. They do. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited for what those guys are doing with those over there. 
at some point I, and I do not know. So don't, this isn't, this is all just me. Like my, my, my wish list of stuff, but yeah, like yeah. some sort of, uh, you know, I've, we've always talked about an action fighting game you know, with Invincible. Oh, yes. I think, I mean, honestly, if you, if you did something that was simple, like a, you know, a 2d street fighter game where it's just, you know, Capcom SNK style where mm-hmm. they're just, just beat the crap out of each other. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Uh, or if you got something where it's like, you know, the, the, what's it, what's the Dragon Ball Z one? That's the, so Fighters. it's pretty, it's an awesome, yeah. like 3D the, 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 fighter. The, 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 it's the, like, it's kind of that cell shaded. It looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that would be, I mean, that would blow my mind. Uh, yeah. You know, we've, there, there's always been, there's always stuff that's, we're always trying to percolate on. And I don't know where I don't handle the video game stuff. And, and that's Danbury and Ian Howe. And those guys do an amazing job of shepherding our stuff there. Yeah. And, you know, look, if we can, if we can take something with the, the invincible properties and do something like we did with the walking dead and build like a Clementine, like oh, there's yeah. so much stuff to play in that world. So if we can nice. get an invincible game that has its own life, like, uh, it'd be awesome. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I want, we, we've, we've talked about these a lot too. And it, it, what's cool is, you know, years ago, Skybound didn't have a games division or a tabletop division or anything like that. I've got a closet, you know, floor to ceiling of board games. Give me anything, anything board game wise, Invincible would be incredible too. But we always yeah, talk we've about actually, that stuff. I mean, we were, we were working on a couple of different ideas for that stuff uh, last year. Mm-hmm. And just as, you know, as we go through it, you know, the pandemic kind of shifted yeah. gears on a lot of things. But uh, that's definitely a, a piece that we've always kind of had yeah. in our pocket. Like, how can we do a cool, like, miniature game and, and do something with uh, Invincible? Oh, yeah. Just a, just a suggestion. And this one's for free. Okay. Good. I appreciate the, the, the generosity. This is all for you. <laughs> the charity. How do, we not, how do we not have Invincible-related Super Fight cards? That's a that's a really good idea. It's, we have not done that yet. We should probably. I mean, we have, we did it. Have you listened <laughs> to the Super Fight episode at all? Or yes, yeah. Yes. Come it's on, so great. It's, it's, Sean it's, Kirkham. Yeah. It's so is goofy. The, is the Invincible Podcast number one fan? I mean, <laughs> of I'm all over it. it. <laughs> um. So what? I'll ask you a, a, a hard hitting question here. Oh, good Spe- lord! Speaking of 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 uh, you know collaborations and merchandise will we be getting invincible apparel new invincible apparel in 2021 don't pull the plug shauna that is, uh, oh yeah. he looks shauna, shush. He, look at him looking <laughs> you okay am i okay <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, ab- there is absolutely going to be new invincible merch to be oh. fair i'm pretty sure he said that on a comics vault live <laughs> that yeah, there but, might but, be some invincible apparel. t-shirts yeah. Apparel. Apparel. Yeah. apparel, yes, apparel. No, okay, you heard it here first. We actually, like, I, I'll, I'll put it out there too. I mean, we've been, uh, <laughs> as of course, the the pandemic shift all sorts of business units, but we ended up, we moved over to an amazing uh, print on demand partner, which allows us to kind of do a lot more styles and colorways and cool. sizes, and so we've uh, that that's definitely uh, going to be happening very soon. Cool, awesome. Ah, oh, what's sweet. some uh, 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 before Bill and TJ ask any more questions like that what's some uh what's some comics you've been reading lately <laughs> like what's that um, what's, what's some current pull list stuff what's on my pull list uh i'm really excited for man i i love i i'm an x-men fan so all the stuff that's kind of come out of you know the house and powers of x stuff uh-huh. i've been really digging that um 
Oh my gosh, Stillwater? Uh, not yeah. to be a homer. Oh, Stillwater is fucking awesome. Stuff, but man, I fucking love Stillwater. Stillwater's yeah. great. Um, we've got a thing coming out soon, Ultra Mega from James Heron, which is out of this world fucking cool. That that's guy not, is one of the top. That's next month, right? I was going to say, no. Yeah. Next month? Yeah, okay. March. Cool. Yeah, it's March. That, March. That looks ins- it looks insane. Yeah. It's so like good. Would... There's stuff in there that I, I remember Sean Makowitz telling me, like, hey, there's this this thing going to happen in this book. And then I was like, that sounds epic as fuck. And then you, when you see it, you're like, holy smokes, <laughs> that is ridiculous. Yeah, so that that's one. Also, I'm really excited for uh, Kyle Higgins' new book, yes! um, Radiant Black, that's coming out. Yes. Did you yes. read it? It's pretty cool. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's good. pretty cool. It is good. Yeah. yeah. We might we might have something special going on that too for oh, Comics Fault Live. Shit. So Oh man. Oh just, my god. Uh, cool. Yeah. You guys heard it here first. Yeah, there will yeah, be yeah. a Radiant it's Black exclusive. Comics Fault Live variant yeah. coming out. He's got can some... I can I get a foghorn? Can I get a foghorn? Let's see. <laughs> yeah. DJ, do you know what a foghorn sounds like? <laughs> that's, I mean that's that's a <laughs> <laughs> I will put a foghorn on here next time when we do it for you, Tim. Perfect, yeah. perfect. <laughs> I do have a sad trombone on here. If you, that. Um, you could have played that after my Battle Beast question. Sound <laughs> 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 effects are cool, guys. They are. We need a soundboard. How have we done this for five years without a soundboard? <clears throat> You yeah. guys have to. This, this. I got this Rodecaster Pro here. It's pretty dope. How did so? The, go ahead, Bill. Oh, go, go. No, go ahead, Ryan. Go I was ahead. gonna ask how, if you can. I know it's way too early, but how's this, uh, the, this cruise thing come about out of nowhere? That sounds pretty well, cool. I mean, what cruise? There's a survey about a cruise. I mean, well, I mean, and, and it's funny because until we started talking, I was like, you know what? You were talking about Walking Dead and how crazy it is, and I'm like, you know what? You guys have done the the Walker Soccer cruises, yeah. So I mean, cruise ships aren't a, a new thing for you guys. So I mean, we, we, we were talking about it this week uh, after the survey went up, TJ and I, and how uh, you know our thoughts on it. But yeah, no, that's just it's an interesting thing. And again, you guys are you know when it comes to the expos and Comics Vault Live, and y- yeah. you guys are you know out there trying to do new things and and, and, and testing the waters. Ha! Yeah, posing. Whoa, testing the waters, man. That was fucking good. That was really good. I'm getting one of these. Hey. Yes. Um, yeah, we ended up, it, it, our partners at Six Man, so we did the Walker Soccer Cruises for a couple years, and those were amazing. Um, and Six Man is uh, the the company that puts on these these cruises. They do stuff you know, for Paramore and 311 cool. and Kid Rock and Kiss, and they do all this stuff, and they're fantastic to work with. And they said, hey, do you think there could be some interest in a comic cruise? And we're like, yeah, let's check it out. So hmm. we decided to let's put out a survey to see what the general interest is. And so we've got the survey up on our website and our social media, and so... You know, for anyone who's interested in, in what a, a comic convention cruise could be like with uh, Skybound and Image, like, well, let's see what we can put together. So, yeah, I mean, nothing is nothing is set in oh, stone no. yet, but we're just exploring it. But I think it would be fucking awesome. And I think a lot of the response that we had and, and you know, look, people are we're still in the thick of this fucking thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But oh, yeah. I think people oh. are seeing that there's some light at the end of the tunnel and there's something to be excited about. And I think yeah. it's truly it's like one of those things where like. I miss conventions so much right now that I'm like, it just, I just want to get on a zoom call with 80 people and just like, not, then just like smell BO and, and eat <laughs> Cheetos and stuff like that. And I just want to be like a convention. Um, 
But I think you know, like people are people. Are, I mean, the response that we saw was amazing. People were super excited about the idea that there's something out there, and I think a comic cruise would be pretty cool. And a lot of creators hit me up too. They're like, "Hey, what is this? What is, you know? What's going on?" And like, I want to be involved. So I think mm-hmm. we. I think if it comes together, and if we're able to to get through all the the mess, and everyone gets vaccinated, we could figure out what's a, a way to do it safe. And I don't know if you guys have been on cruises, but every everyone I've been on with the Walker the Walker Soccer crew and the Norwegian Cruise Line. Everything has been tip top, like cool. super clean, always washy washy mm-hmm. your hands as you go through the the buffet room. And it's I've never felt unsafe, you know, yeah. Yeah, they have soft serve machines a- that you can hit up at any time of the night, like amazeballs. Yeah, we've we've uh, all three of us have been on uh, several cruises and uh, it, it's it's awesome. And to, to I mean, those weren't comic book related and those weren't like skybound related. So that's like the dream vacation, the dream cruise. So that would be yeah. amazing. I saw that Donnie, Donnie Cates hit you up on Twitter trying to get on there. That's all. I mean, Donnie Cates, I'm good. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I'm good right there. Yeah, so, if, Don, if we get Donnie and Meg on there, like, we don't need anyone else on that cruise. Like, yeah, they got it covered, yeah. right? Who so, needs Robert Kirkman when you got yeah. it? I'm, I mean, just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's, <laughs> almost, it's, it's almost scary to think about. <laughs> it's almost scary to think about how huge the next con is going to be. Like, the first con, con out of a like apocalyptic pandemic i could only imagine how freaking insane it's going to well, it be have, so it would have to just sell out and then you know well yeah like san diego comic-con just sells out yeah but i just i don't know i feel like the energy is going to be fucking through the oh, roof yeah, and, yeah 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 i think i yeah. honestly it's one of the things i i feel that you know and i i i'll steal this from someone that i heard talking about going to their first you know their first concert back like i'm gonna cry like it's gonna be one of the things like mm-hmm. i'm gonna be so overwhelmed with with emotions and be like oh my god this is it and you know like you guys know like when you go to a show you there are you have friends in your circle that you only see at shows right and it's once a year i see this person and we're best friends for five or six days or whatever and you get oh my god i get to see you again and then like you're off and it's i don't see them in our circle until i go to the next show and it's like holy shit i, I miss that you know and it's yeah. it's not the same over zoom and it's not this you know the same you know over emails or whatever and just being able to hang out with people and we, like our our crew like our we have an amazing group of volunteers that come out with us and who've been with us for you know the you know seven eight years mm-hmm. and i don't get to see these folks and like you know we spend you know we spend five or six shows together a year hanging out and you know i want to be able to do that with uh my crew again you know yeah mm-hmm. yeah we've had uh um through doing this podcast we got to meet a lot of people people that listen to us for some reason we still don't understand but um getting to meet people like that I'm, i miss that too and i go to like every convention every convention that i can so yeah. uh, i'm i'm itching to get back out there too um i just cr- want to go to a cruise man i just want to go think of all the money that you've been able to save up during this time too like oh my <laughs> yeah. gosh everyone's gonna spend so much loot when they're out there buying stuff again yeah especially yeah. I, I just want to go tj to... would spend thousands and thousands of dollars <laughs> like we'd be like where the fuck do you get this money from and then remember one time tj didn't you just find like 500 dollars in your backpack one time yeah, Wasn't that, that I, at... I forgot about. <laughs> oh, just remember, like that was that was a show. Like, I lent you five hundred dollars. Oh remember, yeah, TJ. Yeah. Like I gave it you, was... like, hey, here's five hundred bucks. Hold this for me while I go to the bathroom. Oh. That wasn't oh. smart because I spent. You it. spent his money. Oh, you fucking... Jeez. Yeah, it's right. It's over his left shoulder. It's right there. That's, yeah, that's, I got him. It's that one. Yeah. All my invisible. I just want to go to know, a movie. That's, that's a pretty strong flex of all your invisible pages up there. Like I'm, Jeez. I'm trying to like, I'm like, oh, okay, I know where that one's from. I don't know what that, that one's one. from. I got the Death of Rex Blood. Oh, man. First, that guy first Terra. 
Well, you're from. crazy. Mm. You're crazy. So good. Those are awesome. Thank yeah. you. What was the last movie you saw in a movie theater? It's like, I can't even remember. Isn't that That's sad? sad. Doesn't that suck? Yeah. Sonic uh, the Hedgehog for same. me. Same. Which, oh. thank God. That's it was bad. a good one. <laughs> um, I don't want that to be the yeah, last really one I saw, though. <laughs> yeah. It sucks. Hmm. Maybe one day. Maybe the next one will be uh, the Invincible movie. Hopefully not that long. <laughs> I mean, let's Hopefully hope not. not no. I, that's, it's going to oh, be man. a little bit before that comes out. Like I'd, I'd like to go see something. Let me get James Bond first, you know? <laughs> Good segue. Cast Mark Grayson. Ah. Oh. oh. I was about would, to say, I'll give it to you. I'll give you an easy him, one. Uh, he's got to go. He's got to go hit the gym uh, like, um, like Zach Efron did. You know that dude just got how he got ripped, ripped as hell for Baywatch. Like, let's yeah. have Steven Yeun just go like, crush it and get really yoked, and then he can be Mark Grayson in the they film. Can, they can almost Perfect. do well, a one to one with the voice cast to the the, the live action. It's 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 yeah. that perfect in several cases. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and Steven doesn't have to get jacked right away because Mark was still, yeah. he looked like me, you know what I mean? And in, in the first little bit there. So he can slowly oh, yeah. progress yeah. to turn into something bigger. Yeah. And there's so much you can just do, you can do with like green screen and motion capture anyways. You can make it look pretty good. Yeah. Right. Have you, have you watched, um, like uh, we're huge, like animation fans, obviously we're fans of everything, but like, um, Avatar, Last Airbender, yeah. um, Legend of Korra, Korra. with freaking, oh my god. So, like, Tenzin, like, did, did you meet, have you met J.K. Simmons? Like, were you able to, like, sit no, and, like, talk? No, no. Would no, you I, die? We, they just <laughs> die. I would lose my mind, because I'm not, I mean, yeah, he's so good. Yeah. He also, I also I get really triggered by, I, I play drums in high school, so every time oh, I, I see yeah. Whiplash, I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. Don't Aladdin, you get like like movie. sick to your stomach, nauseous, like when they're yeah. on stage? And oh my god, dude! I, I was I was in choir, like jazz choir, swing choir, acapella groups, and we did like all that New York State NISMA stuff and like those competitions. And I remember, like, I can't, I can almost not watch Whiplash without getting nauseous, without it getting is. sick to my stomach, nauseous. I've been oh, yeah. very vocal about how that is that is my number one favorite movie. And when he like what Bill's talking about. Uh, about how nauseous you get when he looks at him and he says, I know what you did. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. oh God. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So gutted. Oh, yeah. gutted. I, I, I definitely like, I do not look back on those days with, with many fun memories, but like there are some good ones, but then most of them were just like, oh man, our, our band instructor was a complete a-hole. And I just remember like being a 14 year old. I'm like, I'm going to punch this guy in the fucking face. Like, <laughs> this is going to happen. <laughs> But that's literally that movie is why, like, when they were like J.K. Simmons is is Omni Man, it's it's going to be fucking insane. Like I'm, when, when I'm, it I'm gets embarrassed to those that moments, we didn't think of it though because oh it is that gosh. perfect. Like, how did no yeah. none of us fan cast that? That's just too perfect. I don't know. I I think it's because we saw him like and heard him as like Tenzin. They were like, "There's no Maybe. fucking way." Like, Maybe. you know what yeah. I mean? But but hearing like, um, did have you watched Final Space at all? No. Oh, check dude, it out. It's great. it's great. Check it out. Okay. Yeah. So Stephen Young, he plays Little Kato, the son of Avocado, who is a cat creature in the show. <laughs> <laughs> and it is I, I, that sounds that sounds ridiculous, but I shed tears. It's I such a great show. And cried. Um, at two seasons, show, ten episodes so each, I think. Oh, you know what? I I saw it pop up and it, it was like TBS or Adult yeah. Swim yeah, or yeah. something like that. I remember like. Yep. It was, I was like, I should probably watch it. And I just think like it was one of the things you just like didn't. I yeah. didn't catch it when it came out. 
Yeah. Yeah. It starts out really goofy, but then it's it's one of those shows that starts out a little goofy and then the story like kicks there's, in. There's a moment and it's insane. It's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I compare it a lot to like Futurama where it's like ridiculous, but then it's like the most heartfelt thing, you know, that you could ever watch and see. Yeah. I mean so, honestly yeah, it's the, very honestly it's very like kind of Robert Kirkman where it starts out and you're it's like, you know, Invincible or Walking Dead. You think you know what it is and it's fucking not what you think it is. No, it's pretty amazing. All right, I'll put that. I'll put that on the queue. We'll we'll pop that in. Yeah, check it out. I think yeah. it's Hulu now. Oh. But um, I was talking to our, our our friend Wyatt Lane. He does all the music for the show and everything. And I mentioned to him that you know we were hoping to record with you this week. And uh, he did have a question. I wanna I wanna pose to you because I like it. I like this question. Uh, he's basically asking what uh, if you can get a one off comic of any image character, you know. Is there is there a character that you want you want Best more tiger. of? Best tiger. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Perfect answer. You have uh, all the right it's, answers. It's, I honestly, it's a thing I, I mentioned like a, we've mentioned a bunch of times. Like, it didn't even have to be invincible. Like, oh, this character, this guy is so dope. Yeah. And like, yeah, Best Tiger. Period. Done. Yeah, it's great. I mean, Battle Beast is is a hard number. Like, I don't know. There's something about Best Tiger. I thought it was just like a, such a cool character. Like. You know, I, I I grew up a big G.I. Joe fan and mm-hmm. love all spy stuff and whatever. And I was like, this guy, like, he, I'm like, I'm getting some, like, definitely Snake Eyes vibes from this guy. He's like mm-hmm. a spy, yeah. assassin and whatever. And like, oh, just all that stuff. Yeah. His, his... A one-off comic, Battle Beast versus Best Tiger. I mean, <laughs> his, uh, I, I really I mean, don't know who would win be, in that one. That'd it's, be a good fight. It's kind fight. of crazy. It would be his, Best Tiger. Best Tiger would Best win. Tiger's issue uh, in, in uh, his 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 focus I issue in, in I was just going to say that in Invincible Although, Universe actually, I, I will say this too though I would love man I, I reread the last issue of Invincible from time to time just because it's one of those things where it's like it's the fact that it's like here's two stories it's so different but there's like there's parts like Angstrom Levy's son like I want to see I want that like where chainsaw. is that stuff and he's got that like little With fox chainsaw. guy on him I'm like, the fox, I want, yeah. where's that give me more of that Robert it's yeah. it, he did such a good job and telling I mean it's we know we all know this we've talked about it so many times but just the way he was able to weave that story and just do the thing where he peppers in throughout this gap of time all these cool storylines that seemed like they were just like yeah these are storylines I'll get to someday but you know here they are they exist they still happened you know they're mm-hmm. you know it's just so good so great I I think I think that it's important to create a really fleshed out world that just because you stopped reading this book or because the book ended doesn't mean that there's not more in that universe, you know? And I think that's what he did at the end is that he was like, this is still a living, breathing world. And even though we don't get to watch it anymore yet per se, maybe um, it still leaves you like wonder, like the conversation that we're having right now, like this is the whole point of it, you know, like it, it, but what makes it so genius is everything that you just said, Bill, but at the same time, the opposite of that, because he did have, he, 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 he definitively <laughs> everything you just said, the but the opposite, but, but because it's both, different. because it's both, he, he yeah. did leave all this room open, but he, he ended it. He ended it definitively. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, he we said that he didn't want. Yeah. He didn't want to see Invincible in another writer's hands. You know, he didn't want yeah. it to go to that point. So it was he left all these areas open, but we still got bits and pieces of the stories that could have been told. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you, it's also weird, too. I, I don't know if you guys saw that weird thing that popped up uh, a couple like last month or the month before. But like 
you that that weird solid blood 17 that came out that really strange book yeah, that just bizarre. appeared out of nowhere yeah, weird yeah mm-hmm. i mean just like you know like there's robert kirkman does weird stuff in every universe that he's in so like i'm sure that there's like there's probably there's, there's one a, universe where there's, there's more cool tales of invincible yeah, there's actually Maybe, i mean there's actually he, a, another go ahead no i was gonna say he he worked with uh that universe's cory walker to make dropkick right yeah. I mean, Dropkick, one of the best. I mean, that is that world's Walking Dead, if you don't know. <laughs> That's right. That's right. There, there was another um, kind of interesting thing that we saw where uh, Corey Walker drew uh, King Immortal. Yeah, we recently. definitely we definitely didn't talk about that for weeks uh, and, and, and speculate and, and read into it. <laughs> definitely, we definitely don't read. Into the we right. definitely don't read into anything. <laughs> no. Shauna's got her hand on the plug. She's yeah, just no. like she's like she's like she's holding a cat. She's like, I will shoot. I will shoot my cat Mamba <laughs> if you say this that word. You know. Yeah. It's like the classic Justice League International or Europe cover was like. If you don't buy this book, the cat dies. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, it's I, look. I'll Corey can draw whatever the hell he wants, and I'll 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 gush over it no matter what. Yeah. Like, and, and anytime Corey draws something from the Invincible Universe, I'm just like, oh, give me more, give me more. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything uh, you want to add, or I mean, you got Comics Vault Live coming out now. The next Comics Vault Live is going to be part of the uh, Expo next month, next February. Expo. The yep. creators, next Expo. I think it was the Creators Expo. Uh, Creators that. Expo. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, we gonna February see February nineteenth. February nineteenth. We gonna see uh, uh, any Invincible in this one, or maybe the upcoming. Any upcoming? Definitely, <clears throat> you know. definitely line up some cool invisible stuff, Robert. Uh, In the Robert future. definitely uh, has helped uh, pepper out some really cool stuff. And I also went and dug out and found some really cool older issues. Oh, uh, I think the last invincible or last CBL, I had a couple of invincible uh, things. You did. And yeah, Invincible Universe was in there. Invincible 100 wrap around. I found some other uh, kind of cool gems that will be uh, popping out. Um, and then, yeah, there might be some foil fever on the horizon too. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, there, there's, there's really cool, uh, there's cool stuff coming out. That's exciting. All right, dude. Thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun. Guys, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And it, look, I, I do listen to the show, not as much as I should, <laughs> but, uh, I definitely will listen to it more now that I'm on it. Uh, so I appreciate it. <laughs> I have that. a feeling we've got some good episodes coming up too, though. You know, there's going to be some stuff to talk about. So that's exciting. I mean, it, that is the kind of nice thing that there's, there's, you know, we got, there's, there's, there's some cool stuff coming that's, out. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I mean, <laughs> we went, we, we, we did three years since the comic book ended, you know, Talking yeah, about we, stuff. Now it's excited. <laughs> Saying to talk about new stuff. So much credit for like chugging along that entire time. We're like at some point something's gonna happen with this. Like we just love this enough to do it without any hope or reward or anything. Like we're just gonna keep chugging away. Like that, hey. that says a lot about you guys, and you guys are persistent. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that it. Is it's true. It's 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 our love for for Invincible, and you know, you guys make it easy. You guys are doing. Oh, that's, I mean, I don't do shit, but Robert, Robert does everything. <laughs> He'll tell you he does it all too, so it's great. Oh, yeah, I mean, also, like, and those of you who don't know, like, we were supposed to have you guys out at San Diego Comic-Con this year. We you guys were going to be our guests as we were going to, hopefully everything was going to line up, that we're going to debut the trailer and do all this fanfare or whatever. And then, of course, you know, yeah. um, I don't blame you guys for COVID, but, you know, something could have happened. You know? Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. It had to happen. I mean, to keep us away. Yeah. I guess. It's all right. just life. 
That's all right. There's more. There, there'll be other Comic Cons. There'll be other things. So I mean, it could have just been a whole plan of Roberts the entire time to like make sure that everyone's stuck at home while we release the show, so you have to watch the Invincible show, <laughs> there right? You go. Like, <laughs> yeah, I do what you gotta do. That's yeah, right. I like it. It's good stuff. Nice. All right. Thank yeah, you so much, again. Awesome. Awesome, guys. Thanks again. I really appreciate it, and uh, you know, keep up the good work. Thanks. Excellent. Bye. Awesome. Bye, guys. And we're back. Once again, thank you so much, Sean, for uh, chatting with us. That was a blast. So, (laughs) air horn. Uh, (laughs) All right, we got we got a bunch of invincible news to talk about here. Uh, I don't know what day it was, but they uh, uh, you can still find it over on Skybound's YouTube. The uh, live stream that Hector Navarro did with Robert Kirkman, where they revealed uh, a clip from the animated series. So, Bill, I want to start with you because we haven't really talked about this. What did you think of the clip? Uh, I thought it was great. I think that it that it showed enough for fans of the of the comic to actually be like really really excited because it actually added a lot to that scene. Um, and I think enough for people who don't know what it is, because it's just a very unique kind of situation in like a superhero scenario, you know? So I thought it was great. I, and then I was like, I was worried that it was going to keep going because then it showed like, yeah, there were Mark a couple of times where it... and, I'm, and I'm like, Oh no. Oh no. And then it showed him on the, on the, like the, the crane. I'm like, what the fuck are we going to watch the whole episode? Mm-hmm. But it, then it got me like too excited and I got let down when it ended, but I thought <laughs> it was fucking great. I was uh, something that I was really excited about was, and we didn't get to see this too much with the the teaser trailer, was seeing the animation and the voice acting in a clip, like in as a completed thing, you know. And you know, you get pieces of the animation style as things are happening on uh, in 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 a crazy teaser trailer. Everything's moving and happening really fast, but seeing it in motion <laughs> and what it's going to look like when they you know throw the ball and when they catch it, it like, felt very real. It felt like. Like, oh, no, this is actually happening. Like, because mm-hmm. trailers, to your point, they seem kind of like uh, it doesn't uh, that's just seemed very real. Like, like it was happening. It was surreal almost seeing yeah. it in action. Yeah. And, and 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 of course, the the, the voices were awesome. You know, uh, JK and uh, Stephen Young did awesome. Uh, and uh, and again, I, I just loved the animation, man, that 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 classic hand drawn style um, with uh, and then seeing art. TJ, what do you think? Yeah, like everything I was saying before, like uh, the, I loved the foreshadowing of everything that Omni Man was saying to to Invincible, saying you know you're gonna have to do things that you don't want to do, and you know it, all that stuff was awesome. Just the the sound itself, like the sound of the baseball hitting Mark's glove, like the music and how everything flowed. The music perfectly. was awesome. It's just it's so good. It's so good. I can't wait. Yeah. No. What so, I go ahead, Bill. But I was just going to say, like, in our um, reaction to the teaser trailer, uh, Ryan, I think you were like, so that one scene where they're throwing the ball and the mountain gets hit, you're like, I don't know if that's actually the baseball hitting that. And you thought it was like the fight, but I think it, it kind of clearly yeah, yeah. showed that it was. It was yeah. the baseball. It was, a, it was yeah. a fun little thing where it's like, hey, maybe they, they inserted a scene from the fight because uh, it looked a lot like a, a, a panel from the comic. It was when, actually when they're fighting. It was and, actually a. Um, it was a someone who wrote in with that theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, so TJ, you mentioned the words Nolan was saying though. I did really like that. How he's saying like, Hey, you're going to, there's going to be some times where you're going to have to do things that you don't want to do. Um, that's, that's, that's great. Great foreshadowing. Um, and, and setting up that relationship between them and having all that is going to be really cool. I mean, not only does it mean, uh, what's going to happen with Nolan and the guardians, but what is going to happen with Nolan and Mark and, you know, what Mark's going to have to do. And there's that, that just so perfectly sets, sets up, you know, so many different things. Really, really great. I think, I think he was trying not to already like talk about the show, but I think that he was kind of testing the waters. Like I I actually need you to help me conquer this planet. Like that's not Mm. necessarily something that you're going to want to do. Yeah. Like it, it felt like after watching it again, I was like, it kind of seems like he's, He's actually talking he's about him. something specific. Yeah. yeah, he's he's like getting him ready. Oh, that's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, Art's voice. We got to hear uh, Mark Hamill for a second there. Yeah. Sounds like awesome. an old man. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. I, I like that he was holding um, Rexplode's uh, costume. At least it certainly yeah. looks like it. Same <laughs> colors and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's definitely Rexplode's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. After the the clip. Robert Kirkman gave us a release date. Now, I can't remember what it was. Bill, what? what? That is the last Friday in March, which is exactly what I predicted, Mm -hmm. March 26th. Mm -hmm. Congratulations, Bill. Good job. Thank you. I won. We've been doing this podcast for five years. (laughs) We've been doing this podcast five years and it's the first time you've been right about anything what, so dude, now we're gonna you know hear, what? never but, hear the end of it but i was right about it so much like i, I was so right believe you got it on the date the exact to date. The day oh it's i i dude like i was at work i mean we have the reaction video up mm-hmm. to us watching the the clip on youtube um and that my reaction didn't end after like i went out and i was like i was fucking right I, I called everyone that I knew. I called my mom. Talking to customers. You yeah, bitch, she, I was fucking yeah. right. My, my mom's like, what's invincible? I'm like, it doesn't matter, mom. That didn't happen. No, but invincible yeah, is. Yeah. But I was on cloud nine. That's for yep. sure. Yep. So so what do we think? What do we think? We got uh, uh, WandaVision right now. I know we mentioned this. Uh, I think we mentioned it with Sean, but the, we've got uh, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming up. I mean, how does this sit with you guys for uh, a release date? I mean... You know, we got, what is it, the Justice League uh, a couple days before? You think this is releasing at a good time? WandaVision is going to be, It'll be over. almost yeah. done. Yeah. No, it will be yeah. over by then because Fal- Falcon and Winter Soldier will be starting up. I think, it's, um, I think it's a good release date because people are still kind of stuck in their homes, so it'll give them something. I Here's the thing. Like, I, I build my, my excitement throughout the week over one night, and it's Friday right now. And it's because I watch Hell's Kitchen, um, and then immediately that we watch WandaVision, and then that's it. Like I get one day for an hour and a half, yeah, really, yeah. to kind of enjoy TV. So I think it, honestly, it could be loaded with shit. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. People, to your point, TJ, like everyone's home. Like, and I think I almost think that the more watchable stuff that there is, the better because people will be like. It's it's sit down and watch TV time. You know what I mean? I think that mm-hmm. it's it's great. The the more stuff that's out, the better because people are setting up their schedules to watch stuff. Yeah. One yeah. thing I will say though, there is a show coming out that I am 
quite looking forward to. Uh, and it premieres on March 26th. What? And what it is it? Is, it is um, Mighty Ducks Game Changer <laughs> on oh, Disney+. Yeah. Plus, and Emilio yeah. Estevez is coming back as Coach Bombay. That's a, wait, yeah. that's a movie or a series? It's a, it's a show. Oh. It looks legit. I thought it, it was a movie. So good. Yeah, it does. I remember the trailer looking pretty good. You know, thank God. Hey, we got Godzilla um, vs. Kong too. I think that that week it got pushed back. Pushed, it was it pushed. Got pushed back to the thirtieth, which is yeah. weird. So now it releases on a Wednesday. But thank fucking God, because honestly, I'm so excited about that movie that I don't know if I would have been able to even live on Friday, like with everything <laughs> that would be coming out. There's a lot. I mean, there there seems to be a lot of stuff going on, but at the same time, I think people are just so hungry for stuff that, like you That's said, what though, I mean, I mean I, Katie and I do the same thing. I look forward to Fridays because Friday, Katie and I get to watch like an hour, an hour and a half of TV shows that we're really into right now. And then I just wait for Friday again. So And then that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it'd be great. But I think just as exciting, if not more exciting, we got a release <laughs> schedule. Something that we've been theorizing about and questioning for so long. And no, I feel we like knew that it would be week to week. I think we did not. We hoped. All no, I was the only one. I was the one that said that they would do it like and, the boys. They would release three episodes and then it'd be week to week after that. Yeah, but two, I was the one that said that. two years ago or whatever it was when the show was announced was a different day. I mean, that was a different time where I don't I think the the norm was to release all at once was the binge method. Mm. And that's yeah. And it was and over these last couple of years, which has been great, thanks to things like um, Mandalorian and everything and the boys they're starting to do weekly again just like robert kirkman said in the um in the live stream we don't want the all at once type thing people want to have that excitement and stay in the zeitgeist stay in the conversation and talk about um uh, about mm-hmm. the, the newest thing that that happened but it's uh, yeah though, because i feel like that's not the case with a lot of people a lot of people are upset they they're used to the binge type stuff and i just think that's crazy it's, crazy. it's so sean talk about it sean said it right in the interview that we just listened to where he's like people forgot how to watch mm-hmm. tv like he the people that are mad about it are fucking generation zx or whatever it is like <laughs> like the 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 newest of the new generation that grew up on netflix streaming and not cable like but to be fair are these people that are complaining not watching it week to week are they still watching it and still enjoying it you know what i mean Yes, they still are. They've got to be. So I don't, they're just I, it's complaining. Just, it's such a, it's such a hater culture. Like, yeah, no, I know. Because you don't like one thing about one thing, you're gonna go on Reddit and start a thread, and it's gonna just get momentum. Like, I, I hate it because I mean, I want to watch the trailer. I want to watch any clip that they release. I want to watch any any leaked footage that's out. I want to watch everything that I possibly can. But I still thoroughly enjoy week to week because then the next day I can go and know that the person that I'm going to talk to about it did not watch any more than me. And I can be like, bro, what did you think yeah. of this? Yeah. You know, like that's the whole I mean, point it's been of years. a show. We like, had years and years of watching TV like that. That is what TV always has yeah. been. So no, no, yeah. I think this is great. Not only that, but it's over. It's like, it's mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. TJ. I love the fact that we watched Bly Manor like a week to week basis. You know, we could have watched it all in one shot, but TJ came over um, and we watched it like, you know, one one time a week for five weeks or whatever it was. And, and I think that's the most intelligent thing to do. And I think that gives the show more I longevity. Like you, I, I feel like I enjoy things like that even more that way. I mm-hmm. always have. Like, I like to mm-hmm. sit on things and think about it and discuss it in between just like 
binging all the way through it and then just having one quick discussion at the very end. Yeah. You know, like it, it's done and over with. What'd you think? Like, mm-hmm. like, what, like Kirkman said on the, uh, on the interview with yeah. Hector. So, but that's Which not all. Also, like, go back. Yeah, a go second. Ahead. And just talk about like how surprised I was to even get a clip. We weren't expecting that. No, I was totally expecting like, a trailer. I was, I was mm-hmm. expecting the full length trailer. Yep. And we're still yeah. getting a trailer. And as soon as they start saying clip, I, you know, you could see in the reactions, we're like, what? Uh, uh, like yeah. it's like, do we, do we, do we want to see this? Um, yeah. And we the, got uh, all that, and then at the end, Kirkman says that we're still getting a full length trailer in, in a couple in, weeks. in the coming weeks. Yeah. So. But before that, still talking about the release schedule, three episodes at first. So exactly like the boys. Um, we've got a few questions coming up. Um, so uh, we'll get to them in a little bit, but we're going to answer them now anyways. What do you guys think of this? What is, uh, if you guys were writing, and we've done this for years, if you guys were writing the show and, and blocking out these episodes, what is the hit that has to end that third episode? The Guardians getting slaughtered. 100%. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know where it's going to end because I made this prediction before and I'm sticking with it. Mm-hmm. I think that the Guardians are going to be killed separately, not like the comics where they're all killed all at once. I think that Omni-Man is going to go around and kill certain people. You're not going to obviously see that it's Omni-Man um, right away, but I think it's going to be they're going to be slowly so you, killed off throughout the entire first season. Do you think the end of the third episode is like one of those Guardians being killed by someone and we don't know who? Or no. the last one, and then it's found out that it's Nolan killing them, and he was I killing like them over the course of three. To, I feel like a guardian has to die, like within the in, first in half the first of the episode. first episode. Wow, yeah. wow, yes. I'll, I'll, that's may, not maybe, maybe not the maybe, first half, but they need to die in the first. That's not entirely has to I, die I, in the first episode. I maybe that's how the that. first episode ends. I can see that because then then you see that this show is more than an origin story about Mark. Like it's, it's, there's something sinister going on that's driving, you mm-hmm. know, the, the show thus far. So I think that even though I hate to agree with you, TJ, <laughs> and I think that, I think that one guardian, okay. Can get killed in the first episode and then nothing will happen with that. And no one will slaughter the rest of the guardians at the end of the thing. In, at the end of the third. And is that also so when you think, think he'd one be revealed? Guardian, I think one, like maybe Immortal Immortal is probably the first one to probably go. And the first one they're like, oh my God, Immortal. Immortal no, because Immortal. He's got to be the last. Immortal, yeah, he has to be last. Why? No, I guess not. Because especially because he's coming back. Because he's, he's immortal. Like he's the first one. He could, you know what? He could come back in the third episode and be yeah. like, it was Nolan. And then he slaughters everybody. Boom. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> Look at TJ's face. We're recording. You guys can't see this, but TJ's face is like, oh, yeah, that's what's going to happen. No, that is not what my face is saying. Um, but just to be clear, are you saying – so you're saying that one Guardian is going to die, and then the rest of them are all going to die at the same time? I think that one Guardian is going to die. There's going to be in, interspersed scenes where they're trying to figure out who killed the Immortal because it's going to be the Immortal. Um and then at the end, they're going to figure out who did it, and Nolan is going to then slaughter everybody. It's so the sad because, because Bill, like you got March 26th, and that was like a huge feat, and then you just ruined your track record right there. Yeah, so, it's, it's I am not Shyamalan myself, didn't I? Yeah, I, I released Avatar the live action movie. I'm saying, 
a guardian will die in the first episode and then the rest will be gradual throughout the season. I'm saying all of them at the end of three. You don't think even one until the third episode, Ryan? Not uh, even I one. say that, but then I think, man, are they really going to have three hours of Invincible with the Guardians Ryan. all being alive and doing stuff, which would be awesome, but... Ryan. Because then their deaths mean something, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I want that. I want that. Ryan, like, Clancy, like, uh, uh, Clancy Brown is playing Damien Darkblood. Yes, they have to yes. build his character. No, because he'll show up in episode four, still be going around in episode did, five, and then episode six, and then we got seven, and then we got eight. Like, he's still going you know, to be around. Did you know... TJ, TJ, did you know that Clancy Brown? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> what? Clancy Brown. Was the Foghorn was in was in the last season of Rick and Morty, and I think he was probably he played more than one character, but he was in 15 fucking seconds in one episode. Yeah, yeah. We've talked just a that, random but, character. But we know that Kirkman wanted to do intended on doing more with Damian Darkblood than he did in the comic. This is his chance to do that. Five minutes think... will be more than what he got in the comic. I'm just yeah, saying, dude. all these actors deserve uh, hours of screen time. It doesn't mean that they're going to get it. All right. Well, you know we'll what? See. We have our predictions. We'll the see. Guardians are going to die gradually throughout. Bill thinks that only one is going to die in the first episode, and then the rest are going to die all together. And Ryan thinks that they're all going to die together, just like the comic at the end of the third episode. So we're good. We'll see. We'll see. It's so we all, I, but, and, and, but we're all in agreement that this is going to happen Within the first three episode yes. arc. Yeah. 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 Well, all the, in in my prediction, not all the guardians will be dead at the end of the third. There's okay. going to be more after that. All right. Yeah. All right. But lock yes. it in. Lock it in. That'll be fun. Again, for the record, I don't care. I think it's going to be cool either way. I like all those answers. Yeah. I mean, great, whatever. No matter what. Um, so they're also doing uh, the hashtag Invincible Friday, which is something uh, the official Invincible Twitter handle is going to be doing leading up to the show where they talk about... Uh, uh, or, or reread uh, through some of the Invincible issues. Um, but then once the show's out, they're going to be doing watch-along type things with the cast. The cast is going to be tweeting along using hashtag uh, Invincible Friday. That's really cool. That is going to be – that's going to be cool. That's going to be really neat. Um, yeah, they did mention there was going to be a full trailer in the coming weeks. We talked about it with Sean, how we're nervous about it being uh, showing too much, but obviously still very excited for that. Um. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's it. We definitely have more to talk about, but as far as that news, you know what? I think we're gonna bring up um, a few questions that we got on Twitter. Um, you know what's really crazy? What's that that? I, can I go off for a second? Yeah, go can off. I just go off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ryan sounds not... thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just oh, reading. Oh. I'm reading. Go ahead. <laughs> we we got we got a whole clip of Invincible. We got a whole teaser trailer. We still have not seen or heard Alan as Seth Rogen as Alan. Yep. We'll definitely oh, see here's, it in the trailer. Here's a great, yeah, here's a great question for you guys. Who do you think we will hear in the full length trailer and who do you are you most excited to hear? That's Alan. the question. Alan is for both Alan. of those? Uh, Alan and obviously Rex mm. Bloat because I'm nervous. I'm I'm curious about that because just because with him being my favorite character, I'm anxious. I guess, I guess is the best word. Mm-hmm. I'm anxious for I, Rex Bloat because I would have I would have said Alan. I would have said J.K. Simmons as um, Nolan. I think I'm almost more excited to see. I would agree Seth Rogen as Alan, but I think seeing Nolan 
um, maybe having a little bit more of his anger, like emotional side. I'm excited to see something like that because, like, we've only ever seen J.K. Simmons do that in. But you think we'll get that in the trailer? Whiplash. I think we. I think we probably could. Why not? Why we can't see that this this Superman esque figure is is maybe a little unhinged, and you're like, Mm. I'm questioning his his morality. I I think you're wrong, T.J. You know what? I don't want to bet, T.J. I think we're gonna see Nolan raise his voice in the fucking trailer. Nope. I there we go. I am most excited for I agree with TJ Allen as well as Eve. I can't wait to hear Adam Eve. Yeah, yeah. So you know, oh my he, god, I, and Robot like, Zachary Quinto. Oh my oh god. Oh yeah, duh. You know, Dude. Zachary Quinto is I think the voice of Robot in my head, which is why I'm I'm very confident about that. Mm-hmm. Eve has a very specific tone attitude in my brain and in my heart where I'm nervous <laughs> to hear her. Like yeah, I'm no. nervous to hear her. I, I don't, well, I feel like the same. I feel the same with Alan. I though. haven't heard. Yeah. 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 The same exact thing for Alan and Seth Rogen. Like, is it going to change Mark and Nolan both sound like they, they like, sound like sound, Mark and Nolan. They sound like Mark and Nolan. Yeah. I'm interested yeah. to see who it's going to be where it's like, Oh, okay. That's going to take a minute. You know, it's still good, but right. Yeah. So we'll see Oh man. We might see it in this trailer too. All right. Um, I'm going to go through a couple uh, questions here. We got Mitch Krasen over on Twitter asked, when will more seasons be approved slash announced? What do you guys think are Amazon's success metrics for an animated show like this? Mm. Ryan, you and I were talking about this not too long ago. I feel like when it comes to announcing next seasons, a lot of time Amazon does it well in advance. At least they have lately with the boys. I don't think they will until well after the first season of this i mean maybe not well like after announced that it was approved that it's it's greenlit for a second season yeah i don't think we'll know whether it was greenlit for a second season until the the final two weeks of the this season coming out you know amazon could be very very confident and already ordered a second season from that's very possible from them you know what i mean they honestly they could have seen it and been like this is going to be a huge fucking hit and already ordered a second season i'm not I wouldn't be surprised if that happens a lot, you know, with like, like the boys, they knew that the boys was going to be a runaway hit. They knew it. Yeah. Know? I don't think I, I kind of agree where I don't think that we're even going to get news that it was greenlit for a second season. It's just going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. Oh, as far as their metrics go for uh, success, I don't know. I don't know this well enough. Um, I don't know if I, I'm, I, knowledgeable enough to answer that i think like green lighting the second season of an animated show is a hell of a lot easier to do than like a very high budget live mm-hmm. action thing like i feel like they're more I, likely to to get greenlit for a second season just because you know just because i disagree though because i feel like it, it it's more i feel like it's more difficult to make just because it's animated and it's you know obviously maybe cheaper but more difficult to make. Hmm. All right, I got one from Ben from the Nerds Chatting Podcast. Ben, oi! Oi, oi, Ben. Ben says, okay, okay, so I'll be very careful here due to spoilers. However, I will say this. It's happening. Oh my gosh, it's happening. It's going to be here next month. Next month. My question is, how are you able to cope with Bill's massive ego for guessing the right release date? (laughs) 
Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. He obviously doesn't know me well enough because that comment stroked my ego. And yeah, of I'm going to live off of that yep. for a little bit so longer. I was just about to say, <laughs> we, we <laughs> thanks by not bringing it up. <laughs> by not bringing it up. Uh, I love that uh, uh, Gray Griffin, uh, voice of Azula, uh, commented on this tweet with just fire. She's also the voice of uh, Shrinking Ray and Amanda, which is awesome. Uh, we got uh, Tony One Kenobi. She, she commented on what? On the, the, the tweet saying that we got a great episode planned. And if you have any uh, uh, questions mm. or feedback or something, reply below. Mm. Um, Tony One Kenobi says, uh, how many issues of the book would you say the first season covers? I have no fucking idea anymore. I really don't. I my, where does Mars come into play? My pre- my prediction was, um, what was it? Issue twenty eight. I I predicted that that season one was going to end with like the big like ending cliffhanger was going to be him Thraxia. going to um Thraxa. Get out of here. Going to Thraxa and you know opening up a door and there's Nolan and he's like hello son, and then it it ends. And I still kind of feel like that because we know that Martian's going to be in it, like the Martian. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mars Emperor. is Mars is and the, and the 18. Stuff. Mars is 18. Yeah. Him going to I his dad is 25. Uh, yes. I can see right, 25. That's... I feel like 25 is a good, a good place. Yes. Do, and then you know... and then then you like that. It's a good place to end, especially for fans of an, of the comic, because then you're like, holy shit. Next issue, we're gonna get Baby Oliver. We're gonna like you mean next season from Levy. TJ, if Come you on. think if you think that eight episodes is going to end with Nolan being off planet for a while, then you cannot believe truly that the Guardians are not all going to be dead at the end of episode three. They have to be just from your timing standpoint. Right. Think about so, what has to happen in five, six, seven, and eight. Four more episodes, bro. I agree. I totally agree. Or five. And, five more episodes. And I, that's kind of what I was going to say. At the same time, I kind of feel like they're going to go the whole first season and then reveal Nolan at the end. I feel like the wow. episode seven is going to end with their conversation and then Nolan gritting his teeth and tightening his fist. And then episode eight, the finale, will open up with the big fight. That's kind of where I'm at now. So you think that it could end with with them already have fought and him going to Thraxa, or you also think that it could end issues prior to that with just the fight? You're talking about a difference of a year's worth of comics, DJ. Yeah, I agree. I know. Hmm. But I so the only the, the one so that was my prediction of issue 25 came before we knew any of this. Right, but right. the fact that we have the sequids and, you know, the, oh my gosh, Oliver, are you serious? <laughs> Get out of here. Um, the sequids and like the emperor, the Martian emperor and everything that all came later. Like Ryan said, that was issue 18. So they'd have to pull up those characters, which they could do. So I don't know. I'm torn. Yeah. I'm torn. Was, was Nolan, I'm, I'm sorry to show my, my not knowledge of, of this, but was Nolan off planet? At issue 18 yeah and yes. he already left yes so yes. okay issue 12 he left earth yeah he's gone from like 12 to know. 24 or 25 so are we saying no more than 25 issues because to answer this question 
I'm saying I, I, I'd are... be confident that it's, you know, if you read up to issue 25, you'll have everything. You'll know everything that happens in it. I would say that's a safe bet. I'd say that's a little optimistic. I think that we're probably going to see maybe around 18. Um, I just don't know what they're going to end if they don't go to Thraxa. Yeah. And it's what just... are they going to end with to make it huge? Yeah, you're right. Um, all right. I got a couple more here. Uh, Thin Ghost. Just wondering what y'all looking what forward to that? seeing what is animated it? Is that the most. Walter? Is Walter crying? <laughs> Dude, I was like, are you killing someone? No, it sounds just... like he was slowly letting air out of a balloon. <laughs> yeah, it, that's why I was like, what am Buddy, I hearing it's right okay. now? It's okay. It's okay. What are you guys? Uh, yeah, Thin Ghost. What What are you looking forward to seeing animated the most? Quick answers. Uh, Nolan and Mark fighting. Oh my blood. god, blood. blood! I want to see Battle Beast in motion. Yeah. Um. Alex Hoey, Hoey, sorry. Uh, I am beyond excited. Do you guys think uh, this is the first domino leading to possible spinoffs like Wolfman, Brit, etc.? I'm also curious how I they might do meta commentary so. with Science Dog. Yes, I of course hope this is leads to possible spinoffs, and meta commentary with Science Dog would be funny if uh, if they do a play on whether whether it be just superhero um movies or whether it just be animated shows or you know cartoons or things like that with it's the reused art or the reused backgrounds or something is possible i have i have a question for you and it's and it can be really quick because i was thinking about this is it possible tj and or ryan that john ham playing the character of steve uh could be a tie-in character and he could be like gary from wolfman no and i'll tell oh you my why God. because because Ryan loves the idea, though. It's because John Ham, <laughs> aka Steve, is actually aka Thrag. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. He could be a tiny. Did you see that? Though. Did you Did you see? I completely be. missed From Invincible it. Invincible HQ. Did, yeah, isn't that funny? In the first issue so of Invincible, funny. there's a character named Steve. Dude, if they did that intentionally, and I I can't believe no one caught that. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's the funniest shit I've ever seen. Right? Them posting it, I like laughed out loud. I was like, "Oh my god, this yeah. is some." Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, uh, Wet Carrot King says, "Am I getting Best Tiger at any point?" I hope so. Not for a while though. Yes. Um, uh, let's see. Where do you, uh, Tyler Lindsay? Where do you think the first season is going to finish in the comics? Uh, we yeah, we talked on that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Tony One Kenobi also asked, uh, "What are the chances Wolfman makes an appearance? Gary Hampton needs a cameo." I really good actually because I, I can't Steve see it. Is, uh, or John Ham. No, yeah, because John Ham. I can't see it happening in the first season. I'd love for it. I, of course, want it. I don't know if it needs to be, even be in the first season though. There's there's too much to what do. What is it? Wolfman he, showing up. Wolfman cameo. Oh, yeah. What what was the crossover issue? Was it sixty seven, sixty eight, sixty seven, and sixty eight? So so before that, Wolfman was in. Oh no, it was after. It was the Invincible War, the prison. That's right. Yep. Okay, yep. go on. I'm sorry, it was just sixty-seven, and then the first one, part one, was in was Wolfman. Was Wolf, Wolfman. Wolfman issue like eleven or something like that. Yeah. Um. So yes, that's what we got. Um. We also have one email, and then I want to get into a few more um, news items that I want to talk about. 
This is from Dante. He says, Hello, Invincible Podcast. Dante here. And I wanted to offer a theory on how the entire comic series can be split into seasons, and it has to do with Oliver Grayson. Since he ages so quickly, it would make sense for a casting perspective to have a different actor voice Oliver for all the different stages of his life, with a new voice actor coinciding with a new season. Season 1, Baby Oliver. Season 2, Kid Omni-Man. 3, Young Omni-Man. 4, um... Coalition of Planets, Oliver, and then maybe there could be a shorter fifth or season with six episodes with a mustache dad, Oliver. I think the sudden growth <laughs> spurts could be a good way to mark the passage of time between seasons. What do you guys think? Wow, think that's, that's, a, a that's a really way, fucking a intelligent. To, yeah, because you casting would be that would be a perfect way to do it. I mean, um, however, Baby just, Oliver can't be first season. Yeah, he'd have to be second season, and then and then everything. And I think that. Um, I don't honestly I don't think with the timing that we're talking about that it could be more than four seasons, maybe five seasons. Um, but that's a really smart thing because you could bookend every episode or every season with Oliver being a different age because it would be kind of jarring for them to be like go through four seasons of a or four episodes of a season that all of a sudden have. Oliver be older. Like, yeah, I agree. It could work. I agree with animated, all of but... this and the reasoning and everything, um, especially if it were if we were talking a live action show or movie. Um, but the fact that it's animated, I mean, we've got two people voicing um, Monster Girl. We've got um, Robot, who's potentially going to be voiced by two different people. I don't think it'd be weird for an animated series to be like, hey, you're voicing this character for half a season and then someone else is going to voice that character for the other half of the season. And the viewers wouldn't really be confused by that. Um, I think that that would be normal, you know, and then you got you like got you got voice time, actors playing every... two different characters. I think with voice acting, we, we there's a little bit more leniency and I don't think people would really notice. Every every different stage of Oliver's life, we're, we're seeing Oliver you know, after a long hiatus that Invincible took. You know what That's I mean? a good like point, too. That'd like, be cool. Like, very slowly become, um, you know, a teenager or slowly become turn into, you know, grown-up Oliver. It was all hiatuses. We came back and saw, holy shit, you're bigger than the last time I saw you. So that would make it a lot easier to cast other voices in itself. Yeah. Just by the story. Yep. Um... All right, we got another decent uh, news item here. Entertainment Weekly. Did you guys uh, read this article or skim it? Yeah, that was a surprise. What? Out of nowhere, uh, Invincible live-action movie will exist separate from Amazon's animated series. Uh, duh. Uh, the Invincible movie uh, and animated show. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny how it's like, you know, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. But obviously, but obviously the, the, they're not burying the lead, but, you know, there's more to it than that. Uh, they can exist and complement each other, says Robert Kirkman. Um, I'm going to try and pull out a couple quotes here. Uh, the Invincible movie, revealed in 2017, uh, is still very much alive and kicking. Kirkman confirmed to EW that the big screen adaptation remains in the very early going stages, but will be a separate live action version than the upcoming adult animated series on Amazon Prime. Kirkman says, that is still very much in development. That hasn't changed. We're just taking a long time. The comic creator told EW of the film in an interview with, for the Amazon show. But we've been fortunate enough to have a two-track plan with Invincible. Right now, we've got the animated series at Amazon, which is now on the cusp of launching. And then we're also developing it as a film series with Universal, with Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg attached. So those two things are still very much happening concurrently, which is somewhat weird, I guess. But, you know, Spider-Man's done it, so we're in good company. 
Um, so yeah, and I don't know if uh, would we'll premiere in some series. Now we know both are taking place. Um, aside from the live action, Kirkman says there will definitely be some significant differences between the movie and the television show. People will easily be able to tell them apart. We're definitely working to make sure that the two can exist and complement each other. What do you guys think? That that comment right there when I read that made me feel really uneasy because as a fan, I don't want change. Nah, I don't want. I know, but I also you, like it. You know, like they can't be the same. They're, we've talked how about many, how, how this isn't going we, to work live yeah, action without times, yeah. massive changes. Mm-hmm. So knowing yeah. that and accepting that, it can be very exciting. We're getting, we've got the comic. It's done. It's perfect. It's great. Here it is. Now we've got an animated series. We've got that too. Let's like, we're going to have something else, something different. We don't, it doesn't need to be, you know, mm-hmm. A carbon copy. It's okay if you change it, just as long as it's good. Just I mean, good. The the difference between Spider Man and Invincible is that Spider Man has decades mm-hmm. and decades of content. You can, like, a movie can just take one arc, one little thing, and create a different origin story. Which I mean, you could think maybe Invincible could do too. Like, it could take it could take something completely different and just change. Like, you know how. Peter Parker has organic web shooters in the first Spider-Man. That was fucking crazy. The fact that they would do something like yeah. that. I mean, they could do that kind of change in the Invincible movie. So I don't know. I think um, I think a lot. I think a lot of it has to do with the release of the show. I think that there hasn't been a in lot the of reception. News. There hasn't been a lot of. Yeah, I really think that they're going to see how it how it takes, what works, what doesn't work. You think it's Universal that are sitting back, like, like, all right, well. You know, we can we can fast track this, but as soon as they see, I, I should say mm-hmm. they're they're holding on it. But as soon as they see this thing that is a massive massive success, if it is, then they, they why not? They it's might. it's it's free test screening, like it honestly is. Like, hey, we have this IP. How well is it going to do? Let's see how well it does, and then let's like kind of like taper our like expectations and what we want to do with it based on how the show does. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, anything else on that, TJ? Sounds good. Yeah. Walter I mean, we'll uh, agrees. Walter agrees. And then the last thing, uh, today, um, Ryan Otley posted his awesome new Invincible poster of Invincible punching okay. Conquest with blood everywhere and Invincible's wearing a mask and it's a wear a mask poster. So cool. Perfect. That's awesome. Badass. Yeah, yeah it was it. awesome. So that's Otley pretty neat. Drawing. Invincible and Conquest colored, again colored. with uh, John Rouch. Yeah, doing the, uh, yeah, we haven't seen him uh, him coloring them in a while, which is really really exciting. Good. So shit. that does it for Invincible news. Uh, we got uh, a little bit here. We want to talk. I want to talk a little bit about some um, do some shout outs to the things we've been watching, playing, reading, and digging into lately. So Bill, we were talking a little bit about shows. Uh, you know, we got our Friday rituals with, right now with. WandaVision, which, holy shit, guys. I was so excited for it. Yeah. I've been banging the drum for over a year now. I've been so excited for this show. And this past episode four, finally, like... And I can't say finally, because I loved every episode so far for what it mm-hmm. is. It's just been a ton of fun. But, man, that episode was one of the best intros of any show. It was so good. So... And I'm I, not... No spoilers. I agree. I agree, yeah. We won't talk about spoilers, but... Um... I hate, I fucking hate Wanda, Scarlet Witch, in all of the Marvel movies. She's so irritating in Ultron. I can't stand her. I think that she's 
kind of useless in all the other movies. But this fucking show, the last episode in particular, shows a really dark side to her. And it's just very, very quick. It's like maybe 30 seconds of her tone just totally shifting to where I sat yeah, back in my chair. She snaps and just... And mm-hmm. I was like, oh my, oh my gosh. Like, we can't talk about it for spoiler reasons. We don't want to. Um, but fuck, man. WandaVision is doing stuff for the Marvel mm-hmm. Universe right now. Mm-hmm. Awesome show. TJ, awesome you show. like it? You watching it? Um, so when the first three episodes dropped on the first two day... Episodes. Two episodes. Two episodes. Okay. So yeah. when the first two episodes dropped on the first day... Um, I was seeing multiple unrelated reviews talking about how boring it was. And I'm not like huge Marvel, so I just haven't watched it. And I think I'm going, I'm just going to wait until it to be done and then just binge you it. You haven't watched it? It's no. not boring. I'm, it's just not I'm really I've, nervous you're going to get things spoiled. It's definitely going to be that kind of show, man. Because I noticed that the commercials are starting to get a little more Uh into the story. And I did see. It's because they released the episodes. I did see a meme that was like when Wanda turns her head sideways and says the word no, like you're fucked or something like that. You just. I I sent that one to you. I sent that one to you go. No. Oh, <laughs> and, it was, and it was Ralph. It was Ralph sitting on the bus saying, "I'm in danger." I'm in danger. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'll do this after. No, so you, like... should, you should definitely watch it. It's, I mean, the first two episodes are so quick, anyways, and there's a reason why you have to. It's, it's like fucking are they 30 solid. Minutes? It's like each one's like yeah, thirty or less. They're pretty quick. It's okay, excellent. It's the, excellent misdirection, dude. It's, dude. it's, it's solid blood. It's solid blood. Okay. They yeah. they commit so hard, and then when they go further, it's like. This was worth That's, it. This was worth it. It's dude. It's yeah. awesome. Um, it's, it's, it's very it, it, obvious what it is. What I perceive it to be about. And yeah, like, you're again, probably right. I could be you're wrong. Probably right. But like, they go to this town. I don't no, know just, why they go to the town. Yeah, don't. Okay. Yeah, I mean, no, like, yeah, don't worry. Don't even. It's not like that. There's, just, just watch it. Yeah. There oh. are things in the show that, um, the the way that I'll put it. So, The Last of Us. We all played The Last of Us, the first one. Remember how often Joel lifts um, Ellie up oh, over yeah, yeah. his shoulder? And then the one time that it doesn't happen, yeah, it feels That's so still... fucking rough. Dude, there was a That's moment what... in uh, uh, Miles Morales, which I beat, you know, over, you know, I don't know if I beat it since the last time we recorded it or not, but yeah. there was a moment yeah. in Miles Morales where uh, where that happens, and it was awesome. Yep. But that's what WandaVision does. It gives you this feeling of this is what the show is, mm-hmm. and then when it doesn't do that, you're like, oh, man, yeah. okay. Yeah. Any other any other shows you guys been watching? Well, I finally fucking did it. What'd you watch? Everybody has been talking about it for the longest fucking time, but I watched fucking Cobra Kai, and damn it, am I glad I did! Holy fuck, it's so. I was a huge Karate Karate Kid fan. It's so fucking good. Yeah, like the acting is like. You kind of got to get past it because mm-hmm. it's it's older actors that like child star actors that come back, but like it's awesome to see the dynamic between um you know you know Daniel Russo and and Johnny you know from from the the original movies, but the new characters like all like the teenagers the stories with them is so fucking good. I've heard nothing so but good. good things, man. I can't wait to watch it. Mm-hmm. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. <sighs> yeah, I literally. So you, I one thing I will say is, I'm not saying you have to be a fan of the original Dude, movies. I probably haven't watched them in 20 years. I need to rewatch them. Watch them. You have to watch them first. I yeah, did. I'm going I watched, to. I, That's why I haven't started Cobra Kai. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So even though I loved the movies and I knew the movies, I still watched um Do all I have three to watch movies all three? Before. Okay. Watch all three. You don't have to watch the the next Karate Kid with okay. uh then I Hillary Swank. <laughs> Hillary Swank. <laughs> yeah. Even though, even though you know what, I love that movie too. No, that that's a bad movie. It's so no. boring. No, it's very good. Anything else? No. Um, show wise. Uh, one other. Th- so I I binged the fuck out of that, and it was fucking amazing. Then I moved on to another show that I've been meaning to watch for a really long time, and it is very good. It's called The Great, hmm. and it's it. with. Uh, Nicholas, really? Uh, kind of funny. I always used to talk about it when it first came out. Um, it's with Nicholas Holt, and he plays like a king, and it's got elf. Oh, elf yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's so, it's Bill, it's it's our kind of humor. Like, it's not like stepbrother's humor, but it's like quick, quick, quick cool. humor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, it, Ryan, you would like I it like too. Nicholas because, Holt. Yeah. yeah. You don't like him or do? I do. Yeah. So, it's very like quick humor. It's clever humor, but it's kind of it's that show too, where it's like it you get the first couple episodes are hilarious, and then and then the story takes over, and it's awesome. Yeah, the great is that. What is that on? Is that on Hulu? It's on it's Hulu, on, isn't it? It's on Hulu. Yes. Yeah. It's either is it Prime? No, it's Hulu. It's on Hulu. It's, I, I'm pretty sure it's Hulu, dude. Yeah. Any video games you so, want? You want to give a shout out to? No. Um, no. I have been playing Cyberpunk. Really? Um, I. It's a shame. It's a crying shame because it is very hard to be well immersed in a game and lose yourself as we do um, when it is as glitchy as it is. Um, the problem that I'm having is just it fucking crashes. And so, like, I'll play for 50 minutes and the game will literally break. Mm. So then I, I feel no need to go back into it, which sucks, you know? That does suck. Yeah. But. That's really all I've been playing. I finished. Uh, I finally finished my playthrough of the Tony Hawk Pro Skater remakes, both one and two. Um, I've been working my way through Sackboy on PS5. Um, still playing um, Hades, which is just such a great game. I love just picking that up and um, doing runs. Um, and then I just started Ratchet and Clank, just because I thought you know it's on. I have it through PS Plus, and I am excited for the. I saw you playing that. Yeah, I'm excited for the sequel because it looked amazing the trailer. So I'm like, you know what. There's only one game ahead of this. I'm going to give it a try. So I just started that recently. Is that your first Ratchet and Clank game that you played? Yes. <gasps> Are you never played loving it? I've never the played The remake one. of the first one? Yeah. Did you love it? Do you fucking love it? It's very good it, so far. I've played an hour and a half or so. Um, and so far, it's just very, you know, it feels almost like a uh, like a Lego game where it's just shoot a bunch of stuff and things fly everywhere. And, you know, there's not really any you fall in love with it. It's, it's yeah, so it like hasn't, every it hasn't single Ratchet and Clank game too is hard fucking yet, incredible. but obviously the art style, it's like playing a Pixar movie. It's just a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, but that's been, cool. and it's so funny. Mm-hmm. Captain Quark. I, I, I have not cried sure about laughing. him. Not sure. I have cried laughing. Yeah, I don't know. He feels a little too, I don't know. I just like, I feel like I I'm a little like too the, old to, to, to like them. It has that kind mm, of I didn't grow up with it I, kind I of thing. I get that. But I just like the the com, the conversation between yeah. Ratchet and Clank, like how, as mm-hmm. they talk. Yes. Like it's fun. Yeah, they're cool. Um, yeah. But I, I mentioned Hades. I did watch. I, I, I can't think of a movie that I watched this past month, but I watched the No Clip documentary on uh, the development of Hades, and uh, it was fascinating because it's it's done now. Um, they what's that? Just the way that you're talking about it, you're oh, like, sorry. I watched um, a documentary on. Uh... Oh, sorry. But go on. Um, well, anyways, I mean, Bill, you really liked the God of War documentary. It's basically yeah. that, but 
broken up into six half hour parts that they filmed over the course of making this game. So like two, three years in the making and they've, I just started watching it and they just finished it. So it was cool getting to have the whole thing all at once, but it was just fascinating being like, okay, here, you know, they're all excited. This is the studio. This is the team. And then all of a sudden an episode starts and it's like, so we all have to work from home now because it's like, oh, COVID hit. And now how does this affect this game that they're Mm -hmm. putting through, um, you know, uh early release or early access and then all of a sudden it's nominated by ign or sorry wins ign's game of the year and all these studios like just the whole ride that that studio went through in the development of that game really awesome makes me love the game even more is is there a definitive story and like like um like it doesn't just feel like you're grinding through stuff or is it like it is a game where I it is... Play, I want to play it, but it, I just it, don't it, know. It is a game it's... where, yes, okay, now you're doing another run, going through runs, but then as you're running, you're meeting new characters, and then when you die and start your next run, you'll go up to somebody, and they'll mention the characters that you just met, and it is a, telling a story, but it's like, how are they... There's something like... There's like thousands and thousands of lines of dialogue, and the way that they tell the story, even though it's a repetitive run... It's brilliant. It's really, really cool. And it will get to a point where it's where I'm kind of at now, where I'm I'm kind of at a point where it's like, all right, I need to just get better and get past this point in the game to get more of the story. But it's mm-hmm. I really want you to play it. I really want you to play it. It's great. Um, anything else? I mean, I got some comics. I've been reading... Um, so many comics. So many comics. Mm. Just quick ones here. Uh, Tom King's Rorschach is very good. I've been enjoying that. Um, uh, I have them all, but I haven't read them. Really? That no. might be that might be the way to go, just all at once, <laughs> because they're really good. But it is very much a detective story, and so I find myself yeah. having to go back and reread and kind of catch up where, I, where it was. I read the first issue when it first came out, but I don't remember it all, and I got to yeah. start fresh now. Yeah, Homesick Pilots was really good. Did you read that? No. Two issues, Homesick Pilots. I think you'd I think you'd really like it, TJ. It's cool. I think I have the first issue of that too. Yeah. But I haven't read that either. I have a freaking stack, man. Yeah. Any other shout outs? Um, I started reading a book. Yeah? Uh, a book series. Yeah, it's nothing new, but I actually read the first book of the Witcher series. Oh. And I am about halfway through the second one. Holy shit. I wish yeah. I... Every time you talk about reading books, I want to get into a novel. You know what I mean? I, wanna... mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't done that in a while. Just too busy with yeah. comics and video games. It's and... uh, it's very good. Um, did you watch the show? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so the first book is the first season of the show. It's the Last Wish. It's okay. almost like to a T, kind of minus some of the weird time travel stuff that they did. Weird? Um, you mean awesome? No, no. I mean, yes, I loved that. I yeah. loved how it was filmed, not chronologically like that, but um, it's very good. Like you can. You can't because it was written in a different language. I think it's Polish. Polish um, yeah, it is, is. is the original language, but you can't tell. And it is written in a way that is so kind of like regal, mm-hmm. um, like the way that Geralt and everyone talks is very like high level, oh, upper class. Interesting. Um, so it feels kind of otherworldly. Like I'm like, ooh, I'm very sophisticated for reading this book, but it's still about slaying monsters and stuff. <laughs> so it's it's really cool. It's it's really cool. I'm fucking really excited that I'm reading it. Awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. 
All right, then we are going to wrap up this episode. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, the, there's so much good Invincible stuff coming out, man. Uh, it was so great talking with Sean about it and getting hyped up on on Invincible. And we've got, uh, before we talk to you again, there will be, uh, we're assuming, the full-length trailer. Um, and then that will be our last episode before entering the month in which the, we'll have the animated series released, which we didn't mention it earlier. But we're gonna want we're gonna be doing uh, weekly episodes. We want to be out there with you guys talking about these episodes as they go live. So hopefully by next month, uh, next first Friday, we'll have uh, a little bit more details on what those episodes are going to look like. Um, we're kicking around the idea of doing some more video style things. Uh, but in the meantime, thank you all for listening. Uh, can't wait for the coming weeks and months. Uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, if you're, thanks again to Big Clutch. Of course, thank you, and thanks to Wyatt Lane who uh, does our music. If you uh, if you're hearing it now, this is a song called "Remember." Uh, you can find Wyatt Lane's music over on SoundCloud, Apple Music, Spotify, all that good stuff. Thank you all for listening. Thank you. Farewell. Good night, everyone. Good night. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Fuck it up. You only get one shot at this. This is your one chance to blow. Yes, mom's yes. spaghetti. This is your one chance to blow mom's spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> that's 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 what got him the Oscar. <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. All right. <laughs>